0: Welcome to the Lime Podcast, Lord your mercy endures. Based on Psalm 136, 1, O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. When my daughter Haley passed away in October of 2018, my world was turned upside down, and all I had was my faith to press into. Through my grief, God's mercy and love has endured. So it's Sunday morning, and I'm standing here at Haley's grave before I head to church, listening to the birds and the crickets, looking at all her flowers, and just missing her. I can't believe that it's been almost two years. Memories are flooding my head especially as the temperature changes and the days get shorter. But it is peaceful out here. It's quiet. And the breeze is beautiful. I love you, Haley. Thank you for joining me on this second episode of Lord Your Mercy Indoors, or Lime for short. In today's episode we'd like to talk about guilt and my grief. A lot of people experience guilt that comes from grief of the loss of someone they love, and I'm no different. I have varying degrees of guilt from pushing Haley too hard. She opened a bakery and she serviced two farmers markets, and it took a lot of energy and preparation for her to to do that in the heat of the summer before she got sick. I have the guilt of not being there all the time. I, I was a workaholic before Haley got sick and, and ultimately died. And this has definitely changed my perspective on how I work and interact with my family. Of course, I'm plagued with what ifs. What if we had left the province for Haley's healthcare? what if we didn't go up the mountain that weekend when our fan belt broke and she was extremely scared as we pulled the car to the side of the road there's a lot of what ifs should haves could haves and would haves that weigh on me now some days i will admit are better than others but there are definitely flashbacks that wave over me and cause immense regret. I sometimes blame myself for all of this happening when really I had no control whatsoever. C.S. Lewis has a great quote. Now, I'm not going to negate how you may be feeling or how I feel because those feelings are real and they are powerful, but sometimes our emotions, our feelings, can lead us astray. C.S. Lewis wrote in his book, A Grief Observed, feelings and feelings and feelings. Let me try thinking instead. You see, we have a choice to make, not that our grief will ever be over, not that will ever be through it or over it that is just silly and would be lying to ourselves i will miss haley till the day i die till the day that i am reunited with her in heaven but i can stay in this pain and suffering and this this immense guilt that i do feel and i and i do feel it i really wish that there would have been some way that i could have saved haley and taken her pain and suffering and i would have like any good parent willingly give up my life so she could live this is where the sovereignty of god comes in now i know that sometimes this can be a dirty word but it really has been a rock for me. I'm not saying that I haven't wrestled with God, that I haven't questioned why he would allow this to happen. I wouldn't be for a time angry with him. But when I start to think about what it is that I believe in, His sovereignty makes perfect sense to me and gives me a great source of peace. Psalm 139.16 says, Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. Sitting here at Blomidon Provincial Park, just above the beach, It's one of the most beautiful, picturesque places in all of Nova Scotia. Haley loved the beach. I remember when she finally figured out how long time had passed in the hospital and that summer was almost over. How upset that she was because she had longed to go to the beach. We had talked about it just before she went into the hospital. We promised that we would take her, and there was always next year, but next year never came. Big tears rolled down her cheeks. As I sit here, looking at the waves crash from the minus Basin, the cool salt breeze blowing on my skin, Leaves rustling in the trees. I'm very much reminded of those tears and that promise that never came to be. Haley's days were numbered before she was ever conceived, before she was ever born. God had it written out before time began. And in some ways, this gives me great peace and joy, because he's in control. But the human daddy in me questions him. Why did she only have to live one week less 18 years? Why did she have to suffer so greatly during those four months? And I will admit, I may never get those answers. Dr. James White, in his book, Grieving Your Path to Peace, says, we are always looking to lay blame somewhere, and often, even if we don't do it openly, we lay it upon ourselves. There's many a night that I will wake up in the middle of the night and replay everything in my mind. Did I miss something? Could I have Done something differently that would have changed the outcome? Well, if we refer back to Psalm 139 16, the answer is no. And I am just as guilty of torturing myself with that line of thinking and imagery that I can fall into despair and depression. Dr. White again writes Again, the Christian has a wonderful comfort. Of knowing that all his or her guilt, including guilt that comes from grief, is carried to the cross in our Savior. Second guessing God will accomplish nothing, though we can't avoid the questions in our minds. And even if the grieving process is very different, believers who go through it come out with a firmer trust in the sovereignty and goodness of God. And it's true, the The further out from Haley's death that we get, the closer and the more assurance we get in resting in God's sovereignty. What is God's sovereignty? In A.W. Pink's book, The Attributes of God, he describes in chapter 6 the sovereignty of God as this, the sovereignty of God may be defined as the exercise of His supremacy. He further writes, Infinitely elevated above the highest creature, He is the Most High, Lord of heaven and earth, subject to none, influenced by none, absolutely independent. God does as He pleases, only as He pleases, always as He pleases. None can thwart Him, none can hinder Him, So his own word expressly declares, Isaiah forty-six ten. I declare the end from the beginning, and from long ago, what is not yet done, saying, My plan will take place, and I will do all my will. If you're interested, you could listen to the entirety of chapter six on YouTube. If you look up Aaron Cain and go to the playlist the attributes of God. Along with guilt usually comes shame. It dovetails nicely in with guilt. A lot of the same things are taking place here. I know that as a parent I feel ashamed, and I know a lot of other parents who have lost children have walked the same road, often thinking, if only I had been there, if only fill in the blank, then my daughter or my son's death could have been prevented. Dr. White also states that people feel ashamed because they now feel like they're outcasts. Their friends are uncomfortable around them because of the loss. I know that Suzanne and I have felt these same feelings of isolation, of abandonment, and COVID has heighten that awareness this year. I've experienced walking in in a mall and people noticing me and moving to the other side of the aisle to avoid talking to me, hoping that I didn't notice that they walked by. And this can cause fear. And we have seen this, as I said, with COVID-19, with us self-isolating, that people have grown fearful, fearful of a pandemic, fearful of losing their jobs, fearful for their loved ones. But yet, as Christians, we are not given a spirit of fear found in 2 Timothy one seven, but we're given a power of love and self-control. You see, God knew the moment that Haley would be called home. And honestly, sometimes I wrestle with that. I wrestle with all that suffering, like I said, with all the pain and how hard Haley had fought and how close she came to having her heart transplant. But then I think how blessed that she was to be called home before all of this stuff with COVID-19. She would have had to go through hospital visits alone, being immunocompromised. She would live in fear of catching the virus. And then there would also be the second and possibly third heart transplant as hearts, if everything goes well, only last about 20 years. So that would always be in the back of her mind. God knew exactly what he was doing. He saved Haley from so much that day. And yet, I wish that I could turn back time. I wish that I could have saved her. But that is putting me as God. And I am sure glad that I am not him. He holds the entire universe in his hands, and my ways are not his ways, and I'm thankful for that. The thing about guilt and shame, as I read in the paragraph from Dr. White, is that has all been taken to the cross. God, through Jesus' sacrifice, has already forgiven me, and this is where the thinking and the meditation on God's word comes into place. And it's hard. I I know it's hard. I wrestle with it. But like John 3.17 states, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. And Psalm 103.12 As far as the east is from the west, so far has He removed our transgressions from us. And Hebrews 8.12 for I will forgive their wrongdoing, and I will never again remember their sins. so if God has forgiven me, and He will never remember my sin, should I forgive myself and to love, because God Jesus, loves me even with all the mess, with all the things that I regret and and have done wrong, and I have if not indeed in mind, broken all of the Ten Commandments. So without Christ, I would fall under his moral law, which I cannot keep because I am human and I am a sinner. And that is why I need a Savior, why Haley needed a Savior, who is Christ Jesus. My wife tells me very often that I need to Show myself some grace, to not beat myself up so much. And she's right because the truth is found throughout the Bible. Zig Ziglar has a quote based on Psalm one hundred thirty nine sixteen. God knows the exact time we will die. There's nothing you can do to extend your lifespan one tenth of a second. So Haley passed on exactly when she was supposed to that still is hard for me to grasp and understand. And sometimes we're not meant to. God is God, and we are his creatures. We are the created, and he is the creator. C.S. Lewis again said in A Grief Observed, "'Grief is a long valley, a winding valley, where any bend may reveal a total new landscape.'" Thank you for tuning in, and we hope that you join us on the next episode of Lime, Lord Your Mercy Endures. We hope to talk about feelings and emotions during that episode, especially anger.